Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website, liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store. Welcome to another episode of the Beta Life Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Williams. Thanks for coming along. If you've enjoyed the episodes I've released so far, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening so you don't miss any future eps and uh, share the podcast with your beta friends. It's the best way for us to reach some more appreciative audience members. This week, I want to talk about beta injuries. If you've had an injury because of your baiting, get in touch. It'll be cool to know I'm not the only one, uh, and there are more of us out there. I might even share your story on a future podcast episode. One of the stories I'm going to tell today uh, isn't mine. It's someone uh, has shared that with me. So uh, there's that one's a little gruesome, but that's fine. It'll come. In this episode... Uh, I'm going to tell you about a couple of injuries that I've sustained as a committed beta, a couple of things that have caused a little bit of pain over the year as well, as well as a story of a pretty gruesome injury, probably the worst injury I've heard of related to self-pleasure. Uh, the first little bit of pain I've sustained during my masturbating years is probably the one that's the hardest to prevent. But really, who hasn't rubbed it raw? There have been quite a few times where I've totally lost track of everything except for the enjoyment of my hand on my dick. And I've often only realized in the hot shower the next morning that there's a little nick, a little broken skin down there. You know the feeling. I'm sure there's a couple of guys wincing hearing me describe that sensation. Admittedly, this mostly happened uh, a little bit more in my younger days when I was hitting it three to four times a day with that kind of youthful, reckless abandon. Uh, Did that shower realization stop me from beating off that day? Not a chance. Maybe it meant I skipped my morning shower wank, but it certainly didn't prevent me from going at it later in the day. As I've gone along the journey of learning about my baiting habits, I've learnt how to have a good long session and a good number of sessions while avoiding that particular issue. Lube has helped, uh, but as I prefer to jerk it dry, I've just kind of learnt how to be kinder to my little dude without hurting him. I think we all, as we go along, make our little adjustments to make sure we're getting the most out of it. And it has been a few years since I have rubbed it raw. There have definitely been days where it's been sore, but not those little broken bits of skin that many of us have experienced in our youthful days. 
If you haven't experienced this particular injury, I know it's more common for my circumcised brethren than those that are intact. It's the same feeling as when you don't realize you cut yourself shaving, then splash your aftershave on. Ouch. Now, speaking of foreskin, who has snapped their banjo string? I haven't being circumcised. I know it's a more common occurrence during intercourse, but there must be guys out there who've done it just by tugging a little too hard. And from what I've heard, those things bleed too. I can't imagine stroking and ending up with a wet red hand. That's an injury that would likely cause me to maybe take one day off. Now I want to share a story I heard, a friend of a friend of a friend type thing. This is the worst injury I think I've heard when it comes to self-pleasure. It does get a little gruesome, so uh, if you're a little bit squeamish, then maybe just hit that 30-second fast-forward button and hope that I'm not right in the middle of the, the rough bits when it comes back in. If you reckon you can top this story, though, DM me on the socials, uh, and we'll see if anyone's got a worse injury than this one. Now, we've all stuck our dicks in things that aren't necessarily designed for it, especially when we're young. We've all done it before we uh, either get up the cash or get up the bravery to head into the, the store to buy our first fleshlight. This is a warning story, though, that not all things that can fit a dick are good to go. This young man decided one day to give the cow milking machine ago one of those automated things stick the teat in and it works uh, it works the teat and gets the milk out on some level i can see the logic dick goes in gets sucked and worked and man milk comes out instead what he didn't account for was the high level of suction the very high level of suction and the vacuum effect caused by that tight rubber ring i can see a few of you wincing already as soon as the machine started and the realisation and the pain came upon him, he panicked and instead, when he could have just turned the machine off and suffered from a badly bruised dick, think beating off hard 25 times in 8 hours, he nearly degloved his shaft. Degloving is the term usually used to refer to an injury in which the skin is pulled from the finger like a glove, leaving muscle and bone behind. He nearly degloved his dick. The panic of the intense suction and the beating this machine was giving his little guy caused him to just try and rip the suction cuff off his dick. But there was the vacuum seal created by the suction, which took the skin along with it, hence the partial degloving. The hospital visit ensued and over... 100 stitches for the repair of his little best friend. Not only that, but there was a fair bit of damage to that corpus cavernosa, one of those sections that holds the extra blood necessary for an erection. Now his dick curves significantly upwards. Not a natural curve either. Uh, his friend that told me this story called it now the banana boner. So not a natural curve and not a natural scar from those 100 stitches. So the lesson, think before you stick your dick in it. The last two of my own injuries I want to talk about aren't nearly as bad as that, 
maybe I should have finished with the milking story, but thought I'd finish with something a little bit more light-hearted to send you away with, something a little bit less emotionally scarring. The first of these that I want to talk about resulted in me needing to change my wanking technique for a little while. Not so hard to do when you've been at it the same way for 15 years. This was over the course of a couple of days, I'd noticed a little sore spot just underneath my head on the bottom of my shaft. Did it hurt? Yes. Did it stop me from getting the job done? No. I just stroked slightly differently so as not to hit that spot. As a typical guy, I didn't tell anyone about it, uh, or I didn't even think to go and show a medical professional. Us guys are terrible for that stuff. But this spot didn't go away after a couple of days of lighter jerking. If anything, it got worse. Now, it wasn't just painful when I touched it. It was painful pretty much all the time. I bit the bullet and went to see the doctor. I got my little dude out and he had a look, had a poke, had a think. Oh, it's just a pimple, he said. Hallelujah, I screamed internally, of course. Oh, okay, is what I said out loud. Here's the kicker, though. He said it likely would have started because it's all a bit sweaty down there. True. What would have aggravated it, and here's his diplomatic bedside manner coming through, is how much it had rubbed against my underwear. Yeah, Doc. My underwear rubbed this raw twice a day for the last week. Thanks. A bit of cream and a few good washes in the shower, and it cleared up, and it was business as usual. Whew. This next one is another time I had to adjust what I said to the doctor to try and explain an injury. This one needed a week off wanking and a day off work. About 10 years ago, I was at a band rehearsal, sitting there, instrument, trumpet, not dick, in hand. Suddenly my arm seized up and I couldn't hold the trumpet up anymore. The pain was terrible. Luckily, the rehearsal finished not long after. I flexed my hands a few times, loosened the muscles up. The forearm pain subsided enough that I managed to ride my motorbike home, but it was still quite painful. I called in sick to work the next day. I couldn't do my job with a lack of muscle movement in my forearm and went off to the doctor. I didn't wait this time. I went straight off. I described the symptoms. He nodded again, had a think. He's good at that. Got me to move my arm a bit. I said, oh, well, it's likely caused by this kind of grip. Listeners, we all know exactly what grip he's showing. Come on. I said, ah, yes. Then some quick thinking on my feet for an acceptable explanation. Oh, well, I have to hold the trumpet like that. Oh, okay. Uh, And I ride a motorbike sometimes. Yes. And yeah, yeah, I play tennis a bit. The doctor recognized this one and said, ah, yes, well, this injury is commonly called tennis elbow. Whew, more relief. I'd managed to convince my doctor that I'd given myself tennis elbow from actual tennis and not spending hours in my computer chair with my dick in my hand. So now over to you on the scale of tennis elbow to de-gloved dick. Where does your wanking injury sit Have you got a good story about a wank-related injury? Get in touch on the socials if you want to share your story. The links for those are in the show notes. 
Thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Beta Life Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. If you love all of the content that I'm putting out there and want some exclusive content just for you, both erotic stories and beta-related stuff, follow the link to buy me a coffee. And if you'd like to show your support or become a member, I would greatly appreciate it. It would certainly help me get more of this content out to all of you guys. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting. Hey baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the beta community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.